There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Let's talk first kisses. Can we not? Everyone has a first kiss. <laughs> they're good, they're bad, they're all good, they're, they're all t- all sorts. I'll tell you about mine if you'd like. Please you'd like. do. It's a, nothing special. I was in the eighth grade with my eighth grade girlfriend. Bless. And after school one day, I can't quite remember the, the specifics, but it was like a Friday after the, after the bell. I grabbed, like found her. Hi, hello. And I kissed her goodbye and like made out like I had to run to the bus because but also secretly terrified that I'd done bad. <laughs> I walked away and I was like, wow, I just had my first kiss. And she had strawberry lip gloss on. So Aww. it was sticky, a little sticky. Sticky. But no tongue, just just No, your, just like a, just a, just a mm, peck or just a little bit juicy? More than a peck. Yeah. Like little church, more than peck. church tongue? Little, yeah, <laughs> maybe it mayhaps a little church tongue, mayhaps, but I, I'm, I'm iffy on the tongue. Yeah. So that was mine, just after school, after school on a Friday, grade eight, I summer air. <sighs> mine was in grade seven. Yes. So was mum. I, he was a family friend and we were hanging uh-huh. out in the backyard yeah. <laughs> and we went into the tree house <laughs> and we're just like talking and then we're like, do you, do you want to kiss? Like, yeah, okay, let's kiss. And so we just did a little mwah. Yeah. He's like, Do you want to do it again? And I'm like, Yeah, all <laughs> right. Little and there was never any tongue. We just kept going, mwah. Huh. <laughs> okay, cool. It's so sweet that <laughs> once upon a time we was we were like, Do you wanna do you wanna kiss? Do you wanna kiss? Like because like, we weren't boyfriend or girlfriend or yeah, anything. We were just, just like mates and we just kept just like peck juicy peck kissing. And no, that sounds bad. <laughs> we were just like just little kisses and then it just didn't – the first time I made out with somebody was the next door neighbour ah. um, and his his name oh – no, I can't make the joke because I can't identify him. Oh, no. Um, yeah, I won't make it. That's but okay. anyway, um, he has the name of a famous actor which made me laugh. Um, <laughs> and we went into the back of the cinema to watch Speed 2. Speed 2. <laughs> And literally made out with the most tongue possible in a young teen makeout. And I still have no idea. The only thing I remember about that movie is that there's a boat and it crashes and then someone had leeches on them at some point. (laughs) That's all I remember. I just remember this guy's like face mashing up against mine. But yeah. Well, there you go. (laughs) To wake you up on a Thursday morning. Uh, Welcome to Ghost Welcome of Boyfriend's Past. <laughs> Sorry, I've got the giggles now. <laughs> oh, no, tongue giggles. <laughs> it's so grown up. <laughs> I'm Liz Best. And I'm Tom Harris. Hello, everybody. Hope you're all well, healthy, happy. Yeah, doing well. If you're man. in love, fucking time congratulations. To, time, to, um, time to put the boot through someone else's dating history and someone else's uh, yeah, let's romance get it off, life. Let's get the heat off us. And um, we got a guest we today. We do. We and, do. Um, it's Liz's best friend. Again. 
again. <laughs> Third time the charm on this show. Look, honestly, the first time doesn't count because she was talking about me. Right. So this is technically her second yes. visit. We have the wonderful Emma. Hello, Emma. <laughs> Welcome back. I have so many stories. Please don't think this is the end, Tom. That's this right. is, not, <laughs> is nowhere near the end, my friend. Strap in, Tom. No, that's, Strap it's, in. It's because fine. when it's we were discussing, we're like, what story should I tell this time? So can I before we start though, and I like I think this is really important to add. Um, so my first kiss was with this person I'm about to tell a story. Ooh. But but I was rehearsing for a show at the time and I was really scared. Like we had just started dating and we were young and I was like, I hadn't had a, ki- I hadn't been kissed before, but I was going to have to kiss the guys playing opposite in this show. And I was like, okay, we need to like make out. We like, need to sort this out this before show happens, I kiss somebody Because if else. I kiss this guy before I kiss you, then that's going to really suck. And also like yeah. he's gay and like, I don't want my first kiss to be with someone who isn't even vaguely, even possibly attracted to me. I know sure. there's, there's so many facets to this story, but I'm bringing it up because because this guy who I who I kissed for the first time on stage wore apple flavored lip gloss. Oh my god! <laughs> he wore it because he, as a gay man, had never actually kissed a woman before, and he so was like, "You know what? I'm just going to wear lip gloss to make it easier for her." But then we got off stage, and I was like, "Hey, man, were you wearing lip gloss?" <laughs> and he's like, "I did. Did you like it? I wore it for you." And I was like, "See, now I feel like I'm kissing a woman." Yeah. So <laughs> now it's weird on from all of the levels. <laughs> yeah, I went from kissing a gay man yes. to a woman. <laughs> to a woman like, I mean, it's not. Yeah. He goes, so no more apple lip gloss? <laughs> and I was like, it's really disgusting. That's very sweet. I wore it for you. Yeah, I did yeah. it for you. I thought I'd mention it just given your lip gloss story. That's cute. Stories. There we go. Bless. In our end okay, the beginning. look, <laughs> as with all of our podcasts that you've been on before, we've got the same rules. Yeah, you need yeah. to come up with aliases. You can't make threats. I can only do that. And then, you know, if anyone at home knows who she's talking about, because let's be honest – Brisbane small. Oh, so small. So small. Um, please don't spoil the fun and start gossiping. This is so long ago that just shut up, everyone. Brisbane, just shut up. Brisbane's so, so small and yet I'm always late. There's always traffic. Yeah, explain that. <laughs> explain that. It doesn't make, it doesn't make sense. Explain that. I feel like especially that says coming, more about you. Especially coming from Sydney. Like, the traffic there is on another level. So, I don't know how you can be late in Brisbane. Amazing. And uh, so, yes, an armchair Columbo's at home. Uh, who know who who figure out who Emma is talking about? Don't yeah. be narcs. Yeah. Undoubtedly, keep it still awesome. bitter. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We want this podcast to keep on a rolling well mm. into my seventies. Mm. Uh, yes, <laughs> <laughs> ambitious, <laughs> ambitious. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So, Emma, the relationship that we're talking about this time, um, we've got an interesting reason why we're going with our particular alias. Yeah, so um, I'm going to call him Josh again. Um, so I've had a this isn't just because she can't think of any other boy no, names. No, this There's is because reason. I've dated a couple of guys with the same name, and, and so I think it's important to um, continue with that theme. So um, the Josh I've talked about previously, um, I call him Josh 2.0 um, because he was the second. This is about Josh 1.0. The original. The original. The, the, OG. Story. the OG. Yeah, the origin Josh. story. Okay. Yeah, the beginning of the curse. And this was your formative relationship. Yes, it was. Yes. Um, So how old were you when you started? We started dating. I would have been, I would have been 18, just 18, just Mm -hmm. turned 18. So um, yes, quite young. And he was six months younger than me. So I think he was still 17. How'd you meet? Um, So we met singing together in a choir 
Um, <laughs> so many things. Um, so, yeah, we would have been, I would have been about 11. He would have been about 10 or maybe 12 and 11. I'm not sure. Um, but, yeah, quite young. So you knew each other for a very long time. Yeah, I met him the first day because I'd already been a member of this choir, this children's choir for ages, and he joined a while after I did and I still remember his first day like I've been friends I was friends with him from his very first day and we were friends for like he was one of my best friends like we'd come over for like group sleepovers and parties and stuff when we were kids um and so my parents knew him my family knew him I knew his family really well um and he knew a lot of my friends from school and vice versa so yeah so I knew him for I think it was like um eight years or something before we actually started dating um well yeah it must have been if I was 11 what's that seven years yeah seven years maths between 11 and 18 seven years before we started dating so and what was it that tipped it over into that how well it was I don't know I think we spent a bit of time apart you know absence makes the heart grow fonder Mm. and like it was just like we hadn't seen each other in a while and so I think it was because I was in first year uni and he was finishing high school and so exams and stuff just got to both of us and we hadn't seen each other in a really long time and we, like we would call each other and text each other but hadn't seen each other. So when we finally saw each other it was just like there were feelings there that probably hadn't been there in a, before. Um, I think I'd had a crush on him when I was a lot younger but like it passed when I was a kid. So yeah, so these were like real feelings and um, we had friends who were dating at the time too and it's just that age where like Everyone's in everyone's, a couple. Yeah, everyone's in a couple. We were in a group of like three couples um, and we were all really close, um, especially over that first year when we were dating. Um, we were all really close friends and then one by one the couples split. I think we were the second couple to split. So, um, yeah, so we dated for a year and a half and during that time, so I think I, yeah, I mentioned earlier that he was my first kiss. Um, so I have this... I don't know what to call it, history, um, issue, problem, (laughs) struggle, where I've dated several gay men, um, not purposefully. I don't realise they're gay when I date them. Um, And so I had a high school boyfriend, barely call him a boyfriend, but um, he, before Josh 1.0, and he was gay. And we broke up because I was pretty certain he was gay. He didn't understand why I dumped him at the time but like later on he was like oh does that make sense I like dick (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah, pretty much (laughs) um anyway so when I started dating Josh um there were a lot of people who like were like are you sure he's straight and I was like yes he's dated girls he says he's straight I don't know what else to tell you like like just you can't judge someone on a stereotype just because I've dated a gay guy before just because (laughs) I was a big fan of Anthony Kalia like please (laughs) let it go (laughs) anyway (laughs) Australian Idol was big back then guys um love Anthony (laughs) 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 my high school friends still laugh about that anyway so um yeah so Josh and I started dating and yeah, like I brought up that kissing story earlier about me being like, guy, like Josh, we have to kiss before I make out with this guy on stage because like we were dating for a couple of months before he even kissed me, which like should have been a sign that there was something weird. At 15 or 16, I wouldn't have gone weird. At yeah, 18. 17, 18. Weird. Issues. Yeah, issues. Mm. But he kept saying he it was Jesus. Like there were Jesus <laughs> things. <laughs> I don't want to kiss you because it's Jesus. He's leaving a lot of room for Jesus. And... um. 
Anyway, so that maybe, was the excuse. Maybe it was Jesus. He needed yeah, to kiss. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Kiss. Lost in translation. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we eventually did kiss, I think, maybe three months into our relationship. I, I guess before then we were just friends holding hands every so often. Was it magic, Emma? Uh, it was <laughs> gross. <laughs> yeah. But your, the alternative for your first kiss would have been with a gay man on or with stage. with yeah. So as your very first kiss. Yes, so you needed so to... I really needed you something gotta do before that. that. you got to do something before yeah. you stage kiss. No. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, we did kiss and that was pretty much all we did for a year and a half, even though like sometimes things would get a bit hot and heavy and then it would stop and I'd be like, why? And he'd be like, Jesus. And I'm like, Jesus again. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Why is it you, me and Jesus in this three-way relationship? Joshua. Joshua. Um, and yeah, there were just like a lot of things that should have been major red flags. Like just, yeah, like he would be happy touching me, but I couldn't touch him. Like there Did, was. Wasn't there a story that you told me one time about him freaking out? About your boobs. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. A good yes. Freak out or oh. <laughs> oh, like these are crazy. So we'd been obviously uh, like in our relationship, all we had done was kiss. Nothing else had happened. He would like, he would like put his hands on my waist when we were kissing or put his hands on my face, but like never grope me. And I'm like, I'm a teenager. Please grope me. Like, I, yeah, <laughs> like that's, we've been I'm together a for a while. Please make me we've feel like my body is good. Please make me feel like I'm attractive. <laughs> and I remember one of my friends who was also, like, who was in that group of friends, the couple friends, had a word with him. Like, literally had, because <laughs> I had told one, <laughs> I, I had told one of my girlfriends and she'd said it to her boyfriend who was friends with him, whatever. Yeah. And he literally was like, mate, you just got to grab a tit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, champ. Bases are loaded. like, I want to show you how to do it. You put your hand up and you push it forward. Like, that's it. <laughs> he's like, I, and it was just, I remember the first time it happened, it was after he'd had this conversation with him. It was in a car park. Like, we'd, we'd literally, was like, like it, it was at the end of a night and, like, we were kissing goodbye. And, I, and it was like... <laughs> It was always just like he had to get it done. And like so many things wrong. <laughs> just get it done. Why, where were the red, like I obviously have, I am colorblind to red flags. But no, see at that formative age, like you would have thought it has something to do with you. Yeah. So I thought you meant like at that formative age, it was okay. And no, I was no, like, no, I was 18. No, okay. I was saying I at that formative age when someone doesn't want to touch oh, you, it's your course. fault. Yeah. It's so not that was weirdness. That was the beginning of, so I did, I on a serious note, I did develop an eating disorder. And that was a lot to do with the fact that I thought I was unattractive. I thought he didn't want to have sex with me or didn't want to touch me because there was something wrong with my body. I starved myself. I was tiny, tiny. I look back at photos then and I'm like, oh my God. I could have snapped you in half. I, yeah, I, I don't understand. Mm, like, okay. yeah, I was very, very skinny um, and had severe issues. Like I just, I starved myself because I thought there was something wrong with me. Um, anyway, so we ended up doing a show together and in that show, um, so we'd been dating for over a year at this stage when we did this show together and, um, we rehearsed for this show for a few months and during the show we, we met some friends, new friends, and one of those friends was, um, this other guy, I'm going to try and to avoid giving him a name at all, um, (laughs) so... He was a legend. I actually really love this guy and I'm still really good friends with him to this day, which is why I don't want to name him. But um, 
Josh was hanging out with him a lot. And like Mm -hmm. initially I was invited and then I wasn't invited anymore. And I brought it up one day at rehearsal. I was like, so, and I brought it up with this other guy. I was like, so, um, like, is there an issue? Like, I just, I haven't been invited to stuff anymore. And he was like, um, Josh keeps telling us that you're not free, that you don't want to come, that you're not available. And I was like, oof, alarm bells. Anyway, we had this big chat one night, me and Josh, and decided to go on a break. Now. Take a break. mm, All right, kids. Mm. Not a good idea. Everyone playing at home. A break is not real, okay? Um. They were on a break. <laughs> Breaks aren't real. No, you're broken up. You you're can't take an intermission. Yeah, yeah. You can't take an intermission. Yep. And the argument of we want a break is fair because you, a break is considered a breakup in my mm. head. Yes, c- correct. Yes. And I will never go on anything remotely associated with a break ever no, again. It's like no. we're breaking up and we we'll see what up. happens or nothing. We broke up, but essentially... I think it's a, a youthful solution yes. to... A, it's a problem. A I think. I, I think you can't take a time out and then expect to be absolved from everything yeah. you do in a time out. My, ge- my I, guess I would be selfish. My guess would be, age thirty and under, there's a huge percentage of people yes. that have tried a break, yeah. and then the older you get, no you one's going. It's bullshit. Yeah. yeah, I think like in this circumstance, and it like you know as we go on through this story, like yeah, it, it, it's pretty indicative of how the whole thing played out. He, sure. it, he just didn't really want to let go of me. He kind of wanted to have his cake and eat it too. I mm-hmm. think, you know, we'd been friends for so long that he didn't want me not in his life anymore, but also didn't know how to end it with me and, and also keep me around. Um, mm. So he just kind of strung me along for a bit. So we were on a break for four weeks and I was reaching the end of my tether and I w- was like more and more as I went along realised this was not a break. We were essentially broken up and I was just hanging on. And anyway, so he came over to my house because I was just like, we've got to talk because I can't with this anymore, with this break. Like, it's a yes or a no, what is it? He came over and I just outright asked him about the other guy like that we'd, we were friends with from rehearsals. I was like, do you have feelings for this guy? And he was like, um, I don't know. And I'm like, cool. I think that's all I need to know. Yeah. I was like, obviously devastated and very similar to Josh... 2.0 was really close to his family too, still really close to um, one of his siblings especially. Um, and, yeah, so that was really hard too because I felt like I was losing them as well, which was really upsetting. Um, anyway, so that ended. But the thing is that it didn't end because for 18 months after that, he kind of strung me along and would like um, – bread did a bit of that breadcrumbing thing where it was kind of like he would like kind of flirt with me or hint that he was into me still and then wouldn't and then he wanted a soft place to land in case the gay didn't work out absolutely so like Mm. maybe in this sorry in this 18 months and you don't have to tell did you hook up or no no, so there's no physical there was no no nothing physical just breadcrumbs of of mayhaps um and i think in that time, in that 18-month period of time, he went over to study overseas for a bit, for a few months. And just before he left, he told me he loved me, again, Ooh. the night before he left. And also said he wanted to try and patch things up with my family, especially my mum. Because, like, when we'd split up the first time, <laughs> my mum was, like, because my mum had known him since he was a kid too and, like, he'd been close to my family, there was just, like, a lot of bad blood there and my, my family was really upset at him and whatever, so he was just trying to patch things up. 
because he was like, you know, well, when we get when I get back, like, you know, we'll talk about this again. And I was like, oh, okay, we're getting back together when you get home. Okay. So then oh. I was essentially in this long distance relationship with this person, but also we weren't together yet. He was yet. a nothing limbo. He was just, yeah, yeah, he was just holding on to me. And then he got home. And now this was after months of me seeing photos of him with other people, like while he was studying abroad and stuff like that. So that was kind of upsetting too. Like you tell someone you love them, then you piss off overseas. Then you talk to them and maintain some sort of long distance relationship. Then you post pictures of yourself with other people. Then two weeks before you get home, you ghost them, like me. I was ghosted for two weeks before he got home. He finally I'm shaking my head. Yeah. I yes. keep forgetting that you guys can't see what I'm doing here. <laughs> and I'm just sitting here and being stern yeah. and we shaking my head. So we do need a webcam. Yeah, yes. he, he got home. And when he got home... Maybe a week after he got back, he's like, I want to see you. Like, we need to talk. And I was like, yeah, we need to talk. Like, the fuck is going on? Mm. You ghosted me for two weeks. So (laughs) we met up. (laughs) I'm going to give you, like, an image here if you know Brisbane. (laughs) So the Starbucks in Queen Street Mall, like, on that corner – like across from where Borders used to be. What's there now? The Maccas. It's the Maccas Starbucks. Yes, right near the Maccas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, So the the Maya Centre. Near the escalator. Escalator. Into the the Maya Centre. Yeah. That Starbucks. We met there. Um, And I was kind of like, I'd psyched myself up for this. Because by this stage, and I think it helped that he'd been away for a while, I had gotten angry. So I was like, I'm... Like, I'm fucking ready for this. Um, Emma angry is like a fucking pressure cooker ready to explode. Um, So I had just finally developed some self-respect in the time he'd been away. Like, a lot of good things had happened for me while he'd been gone, which said enough. Mm. So anyway, of course, he gets back. And after leading me to believe that he'd wanted to get back together when he got home, he essentially, like, talked to me about his trip for a while, didn't ask me how I was going really, and then said, I just want to be friends. And gave me a gift he'd got me in on his trip, which was just like a Christmas bauble with the Union Jack on it. I've still got it out of like, this is so funny. I'll never forget this. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a souvenir of that night because it was a special night for me. And that is because he was like, I just want to be friends. Like, I don't think we should get back together. And I was like, mm, no, no. And he was like, uh, what do you mean? We've been friends since we were like 11. And I was like, well, I have a lot of good friends. I don't need a shit one. And the yes. issue, I, was very, like, I said fair. that, I said that. That's and it was line. like, it's yes, a good line. it is a good line. And I, and he literally was like taken aback. He's like, oh, wow. And I was like, please, please give me any reason to believe you have treated me with respect or like a friend in the past few years. And he's like, oh, and I was like, yeah, exactly. I was like, I don't, so I can't waste my time on you anymore. I was like, I've wasted <laughs> so many years of my life trying to be friends with you and you have absolutely no respect for me whatsoever. I was like, you can literally fuck off. I got up. He was like, oh, I don't want to leave it like that. He went to hug me. I literally pushed him away in the middle of the yes. Starbucks. And I was like, have a great life. <laughs> and I, I, I said that and I walked off. And as I walked off, so I was living in Springwood at the time, and the triple five bus turned up just as I walked out of the cafe. Oh, I yes. walked onto the bus and the bus <laughs> left. And oh, it was <laughs> the best moment of my life. And that's why I kept the Union Jack bauble. Because wow. you were like, um, power. Yeah. Um, best exit of your life. You'll never have another will, exit that yeah, good. It was, you know what? It was like the first important moment of self, self-respect in my yes. like young womanhood. Huge. So well it was done. like huge. But also like, yeah, it was unfortunate. The lesson that I learned from that, you know... He maintained, like, and he is openly gay now. Um, but at the so time, her first kiss was with a gay man. Yes, my first kiss end. did end up being with a gay man, <laughs> there correct. We go. Um, but he had essentially used me as a beard for a year and a half. He didn't want to come out to his family and friends. Yes. Um, 
a lot of that had to do with Jesus and because a lot of them and his family and friends were quite religious. Can I just say, because I don't think we can get a whole episode out of the other one, you, mm. you, gay men put religion in front of you a few times. Oh, my God. No, we cannot get another episode. <laughs> and that one is too public to talk about. Um, but, yes, there's there has gay, been another guy. There has been another guy actually directly after this one. So it went... Yeah, after Josh 1.0, it went um, – there was another guy. <laughs> I don't want to name Mitchell. him. Mitchell. Mitchell. Are you just a um, safe a safe woman for gay, for gay men just to wonder. parade about? Yeah. Just like, look, I'm yeah. a woman. Am I allowed to mention – Tell story. You love this story. I love this story so much. This I just need to tell it because it's my favourite story. I'm going to not – it's just yeah, Mitchell. Yeah, yeah. So it's just this uh, – she developed a crush on this guy called Mitchell and they'd been talking and kind of – you know, one night after a rehearsal, I think, after a rehearsal or a show. night of a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic me. They were <laughs> in the car park and they made out. Yeah. And then. For a while. Yeah, like a full-on <laughs> sesh, yeah. right? Yes. And then at one point, was it during that night or was it after? No, no, no. It was like uh, two days afterwards. Yeah. So she's like, so what is this? Are we. Because we'd been kind of hanging out a lot before that too. There was a lot of lead up to that. So sure. I was like, yeah. we've you're been spending out, a lot of time together. Up, yeah. yeah. So I was like, are we dating? Now? And, and he goes. We ha- kind of had been. We've been friends for a while too. <laughs> yeah. And he said, oh, you're just not Baptist enough <laughs> for me. <laughs> Code name. <laughs> And, and I'm so <laughs> over Jesus. And so now, like and so yes. now we have this because every single person she told that did this face, and I'll, I don't, it's just like a yeah. what? Confused. I wish you could see the face. And so yeah. that's Baptist face now. Like there's a whole every time any of us are just like, all right, guys, Baptist face. Yeah, I what? know. I was like, what? Trying to exp- because so many people had been like, oh, I noticed you and Mitchell hanging out a lot. Like, is anything there? And I was like, no, I'm I'm not Baptist. Mitchell is now fully dating and doing yeah 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 like and has been in a very long relationship long yeah. term same with josh 1.0 yeah like long-term relationship with a gay man and now. your sister's also been trapped in that oh dating God, a gay man too the it's the taviani curse it really is <laughs> wow but wow. yeah it's just like yeah i hate and, um you've never seen joshua 1.0 since your um since you bust out of that since situation that no i he turned up did he come to or a Or any meaningful show? interaction, I suppose. I he mean. came, yeah, no meaningful interaction, really. Okay. I think we, we messaged each other after a mutual friend passed away. Uh, um, but that was about that was about it, yeah. But the best thing you got out of that was the friendship with his sibling. Yes, yeah. yeah. Still friends go. with his brother. Um, love him dearly. And we still talk fairly regularly and see wow, each other well when we can, which is really nice. That's sweet. Um, but that was, yeah, that friendship kind of developed separately to my relationship with Josh 1.0. So I so wish him well. but So yeah. M. What have you learnt? What have I learnt? Oh, God. Your gaydar um, got a bit better, did it? Yeah, kind <laughs> of. If someone really has to, like, talk themselves into grouping you, they're probably not that straight. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Do I you date religious men anymore? No. <laughs> do, you no. Gay, yeah, do you date gay men anymore? No. <laughs> I'd like to say no, but there was another one. <laughs> <laughs> I have dated three and a half gay Well, yeah, men. because the other guy... I yeah, I think three and a half. Yeah, it's really important to yeah. use that. The half, I'm pretty sure. He, yeah, I think yeah, he prefers. He was by. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. But after you've dated a few gay men, it's kind of like <laughs> I can't compete with men and women. <laughs> oh <my laughs> yeah. Too much. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So yeah, I guess the first thing that I learned is to always ask 
Emma's boyfriend's enough questions to just double check she's not dating mm. another closet case. Yeah, it's a good Look, good one. In all seriousness, I think the lesson I learned from that was that um, if someone doesn't respect you enough, uh, treat you as well as they would treat your friends, then they don't deserve you in yeah. a relationship capacity. And if you're going to, if you if you want to date someone, if you're mm. going to date someone, you have to be friends first you have to be a good friend to that person yeah, first to be friends after yeah. you finish dating yeah. yes i think but uh, even without that like in a relationship you should be as friendly if not more friendly with yeah. that person than your actual friends yes. like they're meant to be above the other people so Absolutely. you can't somehow treat them worse Less. yeah yes. and i had this conversation with a friend recently because he's trying to be friends with one of his exes don't do it only psychopaths do that yeah uh, well i just i have but only years after we split yeah but that was only because that relationship ended with respect yeah you know if if yeah if there was no respect in the ending of that relationship and there wasn't with josh um then yeah there's no there's no grounding for you to be friends again like what are you building on there yeah so like you wouldn't be friends with some random person you met on the street who punched you in the fucking face so why would you be friends with someone (laughs) who treated you like shit for two years i think my biggest lesson is always have a good exit line and oh don't look back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Always check the triple five bus time <laughs> before you meet up with someone. <laughs> just it's the it's the act of saying the line and not turning around, just going. I like it's burned into my brain. That whole exit. I'm is feeling slow motion in like, my brain for the rest of my life. I'm like osmoting the power that oh you got from back God. then, the right best. here on the table. Very good right moment. Now. Yes, Very really good is. moment. Yeah. I suppose my. Uh, Bit of advice would be to any any teenage boys that listens to this show. This goes out to you. If you find in your life that another that another human being needs to set you down for a pep talk about grabbing that boob, <laughs> you've left it. You've you've left it too late, yeah. and you need to. <laughs> I don't know. Don't be don't be shy. Don't be afraid. Don't be, just go for the boob grab. Do you just prefer one one at a time? One boob at a time, I or think is that it that night? It was the one. Just it one. Just it wasn't a, a twin attack. No. No, no, no. Did he literally just put his hand out in palm and then it just was like, like a claw? A retracting claw. It's like he got I the prize it. and then and he then limply <laughs> pulled it. <laughs> I remember it so clearly. God, it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you're going to forget that part. That's my favorite oh story. Oh my god! <laughs> I think trauma blocks a lot of things out. Oh god! <laughs> Thank yeah. you so much, Emma. Yes, Your please. messy dating history is almost equal to mine, and oh it brings me such joy. Can't wait to come back and tell you about the other oh two God. and a half days. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, hold, but wait, there's more, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, God. You've dated like an entire queer eye team, oh, basically. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. I'm just fostering them. Yeah. Find them for <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, Emma, thank you so much for coming on our, our little show again. Thanks for having me. And bearing your soul and your, your quite funny wounds sorry. <laughs> in this instance Liz how are you feeling after yeah good look I fucking love Emma's stories so yeah if if you guys would like to have your story heard on our podcast you can either apply to be a guest on our podcast yes. at that's not canon.com forward slash ghosts of boyfriends past um, even if you're not in Brisbane we can phone you in we can make it happen we can Skype you in whatever or in times of COVID everyone knows how to do that shit now like or, um, or send your email us your story at the, uh, ghosts of boyfriends past at gmail.com and we'll read it out we can do that and We're we can make it anonymous if you've got a story that you don't want to put your voice to yeah. we can we can just read it read that shit out and put it out to the universe if you've got any questions that you want to ask 
Ask Us. We also have our Ask Liz and Tom episodes where we can give you our completely unprofessional don't sue us advice That's right. on all of the things that you need to know. Look, I feel like we've got a bit of experience now. Like yes. We're, we're Undoubtedly professionals, so. yes. pretty much. Um, we, you can find us on all the socials or join our Ghost of Boyfriends Past Group Therapy Group if you just want to put your problems out to the masses and a bunch of strangers ha- can help you yeah. navigate your way through the murky waters that is love. But Emma, thank you. Oh, yes, thank, thank you. you Emma. Please <laughs> stop dating gays. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna stay single for a while. <laughs> Safer that way. <laughs> I believe in love. Do you believe in love, Amy? I do, Gina. I also really believe in helicopter dates, bottomless champagne, sparkly cocktail dresses and big-ass red roses. Well, you'll be surprised to hear that we're obsessed with The Bachelor. We will be sharing that obsession with you and discussing all things Bachelor and Bachelorette. We'll be talking about memorable moments, who we think Batchy will choose, and the lessons we learn along the way. So prepare your cheese board, grab the wine, and get overly emotionally attached with us, your hosts, Amy Duro and Gina Schwartz. Love Batchily. Two gals here for the right reasons. Uh, that's not kind of productions podcast. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. There are known knowns, known unknowns, and unknown unknowns. But there are also unknown knowns. The Ancient and Esoteric Order of the Jackalope is a secret society devoted to unearthing and sharing this forgotten knowledge. Each episode, we take one of these strange stories and share it with you. No topic is off-limits, except for the obvious. Available wherever fine podcasts are sold.